Hey, everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 411. We are at podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. Uh, I'm Ari Rockefeller. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> and I'm Ichigo Gami. Wait, hold on. I just realized something. We're still mm-hmm. hosting somebody else. I forgot to hit the live button. <laughs> all right, we're going to try this shit all over again. Yay! I figured I was like, I kept updating the chat, and I was like, what? This is not our chat room. It says we're still hosting someone. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to... We're going to s- rewind. Yeah, yes, we are. Mute up. We're going to do this all over again. Yay! Well, I, I will say, when I did the intro, I realized, right, that my, my brain reminded me that you didn't unpause... Even when Amp failed you just there. Good night. See y'all later. When y'all do the show without me. Good night. Joke. <laughs> oh, He's done. Okay. Um, so, um, April Fools came in June. <laughs> oh boy. I just want you to know this is one of the few times where I'm actually at my computer, like ahead of the. At the time we were supposed to be in the chat on Skype, I was prepping everything, and somehow, somewhere, something went to shit. It <sighs> happens. Apparently, Winamp went to Japan to get us some more news from Japan. Actually, um, it, I actually know. Uh, Winamp no longer handles our music. It's VLC that does. Oh, okay. So VLC went to Japan. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and I'm trying to I'm checking the audio and it looks like it's coming in low on my end. It sounds good on my end. Yeah, everything Hold sounds on. okay to me. Hold on. Okay. I'm actually adjusting the um the sound settings on my end just to see j- just just to be safe. Nope, now you're good. Okay. Wretched says. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Well, I, I, ho- I hope so. Oh, I, I don't... Look, all I know is I had to make an adjustment on the, on the main console here. That way, it looks like Audition is actually recording something, so... Hmm. So, because I keep adjusting the volumes to certain levels so that everything gets picked up properly and so forth, so I, I don't know. But anywho, before my brain decided to uh, fart at me, we this is episode number 411. It's the informational podcast episode. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Ichigo Gami. And Mako-chan is taking the night off so she can get some rest. She's she got some stuff working on, so you know I will let her be. And as for the uh, stream buffering, I I don't know what to tell you. Everything over here is going just fine. 
and I and I actually rebooted like maybe twenty minutes before. No, actually about a good forty five minutes before we decided to go on the air tonight. So, have you checked your latency setting as of late? No, we're good. Uh, Bobby. Okay. Bobby Blockley says stream is good here. I think it might be Wi Fi and four G issues for some for some people. So it could be it. We're sorry. Uh, you know, well, I, I will say this. I am thankful for the great people at Verizon who bring me my amazing internet. That way we have 100 megabits up and down. So you're going to get a good connection regardless. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wow. I, I just opened up Google for the fir- Google Chrome for the first time in God knows how long. There is a dark theme now. Very nice. <laughs> and as Theo X seventy five says, don't stream on Wi Fi unless you're on the five gigahertz band. Yes, that is true. That is a faster connection, but it's like a shorter range. But got to make it work the best you possibly can. So, anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Uh, it's summer. I hate it. You don't. You're more of a winter person. I like fall and I like spring. I don't mind the rain that like summer brings, but like it's just it's too hot already. It's more like thanks. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Humidity is killer around here. I don't know about where you guys are. Yeah, it's pretty humid here. Uh, humidity is a very hit or miss for me, but it's more like when I get up in the morning, it's like and I look at the weather. I'm like, okay, this is a long sleeve shirt day. I'll wear like one of my lighter college shirts, and by the end of the day, I'm just like, maybe I should have worn the short sleeve. Yeah, that's why I had to start making myself some, like, tank top dresses that are, like, super gothy but also cute because it's hot and layers are not your friend. You would, mm-hmm. you would fit in so well at my job. Yay! And I, I would like to get some more, like, college, short sleeve college shirts yeah, like kind of military in style, you know, with the lapels on it. Um, I don't see them as often as I do at um, Old Navy, where I generally buy them from. And generally, mm. when I go on Amazon to buy them, it's like their actual tactical sh- bl- blouses. I'm like, that's not what I wanted. No, thank you. No. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So summertime. Oh yeah. So we're going to go around the chat room here. Um, how was your week? How was your day? Ari? Uh, mostly work-related stuff, trying to get overtime when I can. Well, I know that feeling. I've also been hurting like from my, my lower back to my, my knees, and the, it's been really bothering me as of late. Mm-hmm. I think it's a serious medical issue, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um... Oh, well, like around this time last week, uh, some guy had a you know, when I was you know when I was at work, he had you know, some trucker. He got out of his truck to you know slam on the uh, dr- driver's side window of the guy in front of him and start screaming the n word at him. Oh, did you tell us about a story that happened like that before? Um, this is the first one I th- I think that have had a uh, racial slurs involved with it, but. He also made the mistake of driving with his big company logos and, you know, home office information on the side of his truck. And no, was... we've, we've heard stories like this before because there was one where a guy followed a woman home and for 
it. So that yeah, that's stupid. Ichigo, you, you sound very robotic at that point. Yeah, you broke up horribly. Sorry. But anyway, I'm fairly certain the guy got fired because it was in the middle of traffic, rush hour traffic, and there were a lot of people watching him do this. Fair enough. And other than that, it's just you know, moving up in the uh, supervisor promotion pool, but that's about it. Hey, you're getting up there. And apparently a lot of people are retiring soon, so that's probably one of the reasons I would be moving up so much. Even better. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. On Friday it was a uh, was it this Friday? A uh, it's kind of a meet and greet at my lodge, which uh, I was able to go back to for the for a while, like for the first time in a while. That's good. Good so to you, see them again. So you went to hang out with the boys. Yeah, for the most part. That's how uh, things have been going for me. I'm nothing too uh, special. Okay, that's good. Um, Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? We're going to see if unplugging that one camera will help. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for the robot shout out in the chat, DanFan69. Um, but yeah, it's been kind of a derpy week for me. Um, I, yeah, brain is just kind of all over the place because I've been working nights and then trying to sleep during the day. And then last night I slept at night, so work during the day today. So yeah, it's been kind of weird. I'm excited because this weekend I have a tea party with a bunch of my fashion friends, so they're coming down to visit me. And um, yeah, we're gonna go have tea at a new tea place in town, which is super exciting for me. And they offer gluten-free things so I can actually eat and not feel sick, which is amazing. (laughs) I love not feeling sick. Um, The offer still stands on the gluten-free waffles, so eat you go. I know, man. Think Geek is closing. I'm sorry, guys, if that's like a spoiler for anyone who's missed it. But like, Think Geek is closing, and they have a Pokemon Waffle Maker, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm so it. bad. Or like, they're not closing, closing. They're like shifting over to GameStop, but at the same time, like they have a super discount on a bunch of stuff. I so. give it a year before the, before you close out the main stores too. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty much been my weekend days. Just um, working on some new designs, and um, yeah, just getting ready for the team party this weekend. So. I want to see pictures of that. Definitely. I'm going to try and bring my good camera with me and take video and uh, do a little blogging and vlogging and stuff. So. Mm. All right, cool. So uh, my weekend days are pretty cool. Um, besides the usual adulting, I actually, I actually went to a friend's party over the weekend. He had what's called a Viking party. It's, it's pretty much... You come dressed in medieval attire, Viking as well, and you just drink and you eat. And you play with boffer swords. Sounds like my kind of party. Yes. And there's also (laughs) a type of party Eric would have to come to. I might have to drag him down next time. But I did participate in my first boffer tournament, and I came in second, so that was fun. The only downside where my friend lives... You have, unless you're driving, it's Lyft or Uber all the way. And at that time of night, I had, you got to leave extra early to make sure one finds you to get to the train station. So, so it's not so bad. So, um, let's see what else is going on. Um, nothing. I kind of cleaned up back here. So you can, you can kind of see the mess back here is not as chaotic. 
and I actually went through some old papers and I started tossing them out. Like I found my old like write-ups from Staples and all this other stuff. I sat there and laughed and I'm like, if I had the time, I would I, I would I would put a fire in the backyard and burn this shit. I just imagine you internally like the evil like villainous laugh like oh, 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 oh as you like slowly burn all the documents away. No, it'll be more like out of uh half baked. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> You're cool. You're cool. True, true, true. Now let let's go ahead and take a look at um at our chat room here at uh Twitch TV slash anime jam session. Uh see Bob Coffee is trying to survive for the next two weeks so he could descend into idle hell one more time. Theo X seventy five will be streaming later tonight, uh playing Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, so that finally came out. I've been playing the eight bit version, it's it's really fun. So And Dan Fan Six has been sick, so bro, get well real soon. And don't forget, you can watch us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're also syndicated on Twitch TV slash VOG Network. So thank you to those awesome gents that, that host us. And anybody else that's hosting us, thank you so much. We really appreciate that, too. And you can also find us on Discord, vognetwork.com slash Discord. Come by and hang out with us. And let's see, what else do we have here? Oh, one more thing. I, I, I've tweaked up my Surface tablet that I use to control our topics. I switched out to the new Edge browser that's based around um, Chromium. And it's actually working quite well a lot, and a lot better than Opera. So that's going to be my go-to browser when I'm, run, when I'm running the show. Now it would really be cool if I can get like a more of a software-based app to run uh, Twitch with. Sort of like, like instead of like buying like a physical box, I know there's an Android equivalent, but it'd be cool for a Windows app version. But I totally get it. I mean, if I still have my old um, tablet, my old Nexus, Nexus tablet, I'd be running that. I've actually thought about getting a tablet, an Android tablet to run that with, but probably not. I do know when I upgrade my Surface to it. I'm probably going to run like an, uh, the Android emulator and run an app on that and see how that goes. be kind of cool. So, anywho, moving right along. Um, it's Weekly Nerd Swag. So, every week, the hosts of the show, we bring out something cool and nerdy that we like to share. And something came in the mail today. I cannot wait to show off. And if you're on my personal Facebook, you already know what it is. So, don't spoil mm-hmm. it. So, don't spoil it, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Looks like Ari, you got yours up and re- up and ready to go. So what's yours? Um, well, this is uh, I'm, I may have worn this before, but uh, I bring I'm bringing this back out the uh, Time Travelers Club shirt from uh, Chrono Chrono Trigger, which I got from one of those T-shirt day places. Nice. Uh, because uh, one of the Let's Players I watched, Chuck Conroy, has uh, started a Chrono Trigger Let's Play. Of the oh, uh, nice. I'm gonna have to look that up. Of the uh, DS version. I actually have that version here. What's interesting is that I picked up, I think, Final Fantasy IV for either DS or Game Boy Advance, and my old roommate borrowed it, and I never got it back. I think in exchange I got uh, Chrono Trigger, was it? Um, Honestly, yeah. I think you, you, you came yeah. out on the uh, better end of the deal. Yeah, I actually got, out of, I actually got uh, Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy III. Which Let me I, guess. You're gonna you're gonna ask about this, weren't you? Actually, I was. Yeah. 
Yeah, it turns out there's a place that makes custom crazy straws where you can make it spell out whatever you want. Mm. I decided I want one that says Ari. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> I was waiting for someone to notice and I'm like, what the fuck is that? I, that was the first thing I noticed, okay? I noticed a straw over the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ichigo, what you got for us this week on our fancy duty of a show and tell? All the fancy stuff. Um, yeah, those of you who are into J fashion, again, that's kind of what I love to do and what I love to stuff and all those things. So I have a little tank top dressy thing that I made, and then I also have been playing with some resin casting stuff. So I made a cherry blossom bracelet that I'm prototyping right now, so I'm just wearing it to try it out. And then I also make pixel art clippies. Um, this is my own pattern for like a cherry blossom because I just thought pink and cherry blossoms today because I am feeling the spring vibes even though it is early summer. So yeah, um, AC is my friend. That's really cool, you know? And I'll have to say, you know, it does, I mean, I will say most of May and parts of June did really feel like early spring. So I think we're probably going to have like a bit of a murderous summer, which I'm hoping doesn't kick into the middle of July. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how summer is when it gets down to like the middle to late July um, and then August. And then at the end of August, it starts getting cooler. But for now, it's hot as balls. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe you should invest in a chef's salted, salted balls. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I just got an email from the website saying it's been updated to the latest, latest version of WordPress. And I go check, and it's one version behind. I'm just like, oh, you. Now, here is my weekly nerd swag. I, I hadn't decided on what I was going to put out until, you know, I got home. But then I happened to notice a box on the front porch. And I walked over, and I looked, and I saw the kanji. I was like, ooh, it came. And it was kind of surprising when I ordered it off of Amazon. Because here's the thing. You see stuff when you go to cons that are very expensive. Nine times out of ten, if you go on Amazon, you'll find that same figurine, 7 to $10 cheaper, coming directly from Japan. But you'll probably have to wait up to two weeks for shipping. If you can do that, it's well worth it. So I got it, and I was kind of worried that the package inside was wet. But it wasn't. Inside the package, it was covered up with two layers of um, a bubble wrap. And this is a figurine that I have been pining for, for for about a year and a half because of the price on it. I said, when I have enough money, I'm going to buy it. I noticed the price dropped by $30. So I'm like, okay, I will still buy it. About two weeks ago, the price dropped down to 77 bucks, and I hit buy now. And what I bought is this Mega House Timari figurine. There we go. It's still in the box, as you can see. I will be taking it out of the box later tonight and putting it on display. Just so you know, it, as you can see, it's still, it's still sealed in the box. And I got this off of Amazon for $77. And I went looking early and I linked it to a friend because if she wanted to get one, 
let's just say the price of this went back up to 169 bucks. Holy crap. So I got lucky. And what's interesting is that I've seen the new Mega House Gals Naruto figurines, and I don't like the new Tamari one. And, and I get it. I understand girls in anime, fan service, fan servicey. I totally get that. For the most part, I it I don't mind it, even if it's my quote unquote waifus. But even at uh. that point, it's it's gotta look good. Like the new like the new uh, Mega House Tamari, her boobs are really showing, and it's like it's not. And I just didn't find it all that attractive. There's some fan service where I think it goes a little too over the top. Yeah. Like it's not something the character would do. Yeah, I know, and I totally get that. I understand when cosplaying these characters, you're going to step out of the circle, which I totally get. And it's like, you know, it kind of bothers me when I see Tsunade cosplayers with their boobs out. And I'm like, I totally get it. I totally do. But it's like, if you watch the anime, it's rare she's fighting with her tits out. So, but I'm just saying, I totally get it, and I understand. Because I do have friends who do cosplay uh, Tsunade and Tamari. It happens. So I'm totally cool with it. And I totally get it. So, you know. So that's all that I have here. Um, let's see what's going on here. Uh, housekeeping stuffs. Um, if it'll switch to the next uh, topic. There we go. Uh, don't forget, we are here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. on Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. You'll also find us on Twitch TV slash Vogue Network and, and a bunch of other amazing friends who host our show. Um, we will have our first live, our first guest on the show since we gone live. Um, Trixel Cosplay will be joining us in three weeks. Uh, she was in a featured episode of Dr. Pimple Popper. I should know. I was there in the background running around as Luigi. So that was kind of fun. And she's going to tell us why she was on the show and what's been going on ever since and it'll, it, it will be fun she will probably join us as we do uh, meanwhile in Japan and maybe a couple of other articles it all depends on how the night goes so and now that we got that out the way Ari since you brought this to our attention I think you're going to do the first story yeah, I'm kind of regretting it, too, because... <laughs> sure you are, buddy. No, because <clears throat> they're making a Pikachu plush based on, perhaps, hands down, the saddest moment in the franchise altogether. You know, from the first Pokemon movie? Mm -hmm. Ash gets turned to stone, and Pikachu tries in vain to electrocute him back to life. Right. And then he's just, like, staring at, like... You know, it's like hovering over him, slumped over, like ears slumped over. He starts crying and all that. I, I posted a picture of it in the chat. All right. Uh, what I'm going to do is, I actually have something here I'm trying out. Um, I'm I actually have a plugin kind of sort of loaded, and I'm going to see if, if it'll work and we can show how this figure, how this plush looks. All right. If we can get it to do that, do to do its thing. Unfortunately, no. But at least it's something. It's mostly as a tie-in to uh, the remake of Mewtwo Strikes Back, the first uh -huh. movie, which is going to look good in a 3D from, from what it looks like so far. But yeah, now an entire new generation of fans will get the had their their hearts ripped out and their chest shit, their 
their chest ripped open and their heart shit directly onto. <laughs> Such serious feels. Yeah. All the feels. All the feels. I mean, that. I mean, come on now. They made a figurine of Yamcha dying. This shouldn't surprise you. Yeah, but the Yamcha pose has been memed to death. But This still. moment is still one of those, oh, fuck me. I, that, that, that was sad. <laughs> but yeah, have fun, you know, standing in line at the Pokemon Center in New York City wanting to get one of these. If yep, there you, it is. If you, trust me, I seriously doubt you're going to find this at, at, at the, uh, at the, at Nintendo New York. I, 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 I seriously doubt that. Yeah. Still, it's just really fucking. Yeah, just zoom right in on that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> sad faces. Sad faces, sad. If I could zoom in anymore, I probably would. Can I? Yep, let's see. I was going to say, Ari, if they don't have it here because it's an exclusive in Japan, I realized I was still muted. Woo. Um, then you can do a shopping service, and I'm sure now is when people are taking pre-orders for it. So if you're looking for a Pikachu that breaks your heart every single freaking day, uh, definitely get on that. <laughs> now, 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 you have to understand Ari is not a glutton for punishment. Come on now. Well, it depends on the... Well, context is everything, so... Ari, I want you to think about this. Let's say you went and got this plush and you put it up on display. Do you know how guilt trip and guilt ridden you'd feel every time you would do anything and walk past that plush? Oh yeah, I, I totally would. And it just stares into your soul. Exactly. Besides, we had one of those those a uh, cable converter boxes back in back in the late nineties that uh. got all the uh, pay per views and the movies and whatnot. So. I got I got to feel guilty about that every three hours when it when the oh when it was Pokemon replaying the, when Pokemon the first movie was playing on oh. pay per view oh man or like in chat Theo seventy six is uh, seventy five is uh, mentioning the magic Magikarp I don't know if he's talking about the episode where it's like a really sad this sad episode of Magikarp but yeah Magikarp also generates feels so I swear to God when I'm like Fob I'm gonna kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right okay Let, let's move on please yes, so chugga 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 away from field station uh first stop is it my article now um i i think we'll alternate on mako's articles so that we can kind of figure stuff out okay you know? so i i, I yep. think that'll do next one's yours though isn't it yes it is but we're okay. just trying to you know help and cover the bases because it, it is the right thing to do so chugga 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 over to Neo Tokyo. Um, we're gonna go to. Uh, we're doing Ghost in the Shell now. No, I'm gonna do uh, our. Oh, you're gonna do that one. Yes. Okay. So maybe it didn't update for me. Maybe. maybe. Or am I doing Doctor Stone? Um, you could probably end up doing. Uh, you'll probably do, whatever. Um. You probably end up doing Ghosts in the Shell and Doctor Stone. Okay. Are you cool with that? 
I'm cool with that, guys. So yeah, two uh, two fandoms that I enjoy. Okay. Um, so you so, yeah. know Doctor Stone. Yeah. Okay, good. That's even better. I I just took a shot in the dark on that one. <laughs> That's okay. I know, like a lot of that means he's not. It's not really known right yet, but I'm hoping that it gets bigger. Um. So first, wait, wait, we're wait. gonna go into. Yeah, I was getting ready to go into the story. I wasn't sure if you was going to uh, segue in. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I do try to segue. As messy as they are, it's like, segue. Woo! Um, I need, like, glitter or something no, for that. No, me- messy was my bathroom last night after that flood. Ugh. Oh, no. No, we don't want that kind of glitter, Ranma. Not not that kind. Well, we wouldn't have to have that, that type of glitter if people would not put paper towels and wipes in the toilet and flush them. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, that's a segue. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Ghost in the Shell. Wait, I haven't talked about my story yet. Oh, wait, you haven't. Go- okay, sorry. Uh, you go ahead. Yes, yes. And then I'll come after. After, sorry. That all, after that is all you. I know. Okay, I got it. Sorry, I guess one note hasn't updated for me. So sorry about that, guys. Go ahead, Brad. I'm sorry. It- Please forgive me. <laughs> All right, okay, okay, all right. All right, I'm going to actually update the OneNote. So it says your name. So just if you're going from the web, just just refresh and you should be good. But anywho, this is something we've been talking about on the show here and there, about what's going on in the anime industry of long work hours and very little pay, and you're doing it for the glory of working on an anime. And and it it can really hurt you in the long run. Fix your panel, dude. Again? Yeah. All right. There we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait till they actually do a clean install of this whole setup, but it'll be one day, but today is not that day. So, you know, Japan's booming anime industry is in a crisis, you know, as I've said. Low pay, long hours, and the thing is, there's not enough people that want to do it, even though the technology has changed. I mean, we're at a point where you can't even buy animation cells for current animes now. It's basically a screenshot and printed out on a piece of paper. But, you know, Hollywood is, is going in here, and it's they're doing this thing, and bringing more popularity to, to various animes on the big screen, along with like live-action adaptations as well. Now, uh, a former Miyazaki stalwart, uh, Yoshiaki Nishimura, he produced the Oscar-nominated The Tale of the Princess Kaguya, recently told AFP that the industry was struggling to face up to a lack of animators, bad working conditions, and perhaps a lack of creativity. Yeah, I can get that. If you long hours, little pay, you're not going to get the best out of somebody. People getting mm-hmm. burnt out from from teams who are putting twelve to eighteen hour days. It's almost as bad as the gaming industry with people working long hours. At least when the game is done, these these workers do get that that much deserved time off. Now, rising star Keiichi Hara, who showed off his new film, The Wonderland, at the Annecy after winning the jury prize a few years ago, Miss Hokusai feared for the future of the fan, of, of the animation industry. Panel is too big again. All right, all right, hold on. See, this is why I keep it in in editor mode, just in case. So, in case of craziness like that. So, 
There we go. Now we're good. We're golden. <sighs> Lovely. All right. So where was I? Uh, yes. We were talking about the the end, the fandom and the industry as a whole. Oh, okay. All right. So the the long the long and short is. With the popularity of anime that's coming out, there's not enough people to run to run this giant cogwheel, and it could f basically collapse with underneath itself. That's basically is it. And there are people who are working in the industry that are basically saying that these companies need to wake up and understand that they can't do this anymore. You've got to bring in more people, bring up the wages, and bring the hours out to normal working hours. Because... We've seen it. I mean, we've seen like pro wrestlers who work these long hours in road work get hurt and and have died in the ring, you know. Mm -hmm. And we've heard stories of people working in various industries dying at their desk. You know, we don't want that happening. You know, while you're working on an anime or something like that for these long work hours. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. Yes, we are appreciative of what of what these animators and these production companies do, but it's got to be. You gotta find a balance in there, you know? And that's basically the long and short of this article. And the sad thing is, as more anime gets a lot more popular and more companies are buying up distribution rights and live action rights and so forth, you know, it just puts a constant strain on, on people who are producing it trying to keep up with the demand, you know? Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the uh, Nintendo Direct during this during the past E3, but uh, Animal the new Animal Crossing game they announced is getting delayed because they don't want their uh, they don't want you know Nintendo doesn't want their people getting all stressed out and burnt up you know working on it. And I totally agree with that. And I know there, mm -hmm. there are some people who are still complaining about that. I'm like, you're, you're not helping. You are not helping at all. If that's all you're going to do is. is bitch, moan, and whine and complain that your game is not out yet because the people who are designing it want to take a break. Let them have a break, for God's sakes, you know? Be part of the, of the solution, not the problem. I mean, that's unfortunately part of, like, capitalism, though, is that, like, there's a, there's a certain factory, like, application to it where a lot of the time, especially with the animation industry right now, it's get it out faster, quicker, merchandise it, get it done. And that doesn't always incorporate the care Except and help. DVD. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, get it done and send it out there so that we can. That's why we got a lot of anime that looked a lot very homogenous now. There's not as much variation because... That and it's the, just, half the time it's just cheap flash animation. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's not going to change. That's that's going to continue to go on as long as people are spending money on it. And it sucks to see that happening with this industry because we, I hope all of you in the chat love animation as much as we do. Um, but yeah, it, it's unfortunate uh, to see what's happening with a lot of animators. Say nothing in a spike of quality animation. Mm. But again, like, we were talking a little bit about this the other day, Ari, where um, you were confused as to why the one animator didn't show up to um, the being knighted. Mm -hmm. This is yeah. an article that definitely touches on that problem. He's probably in the middle of a big project right yeah. now. So even he's though he got knighted, out of his desk. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's a lot of the time why a lot of these big producers, big animators, big story writers and stuff, they aren't going out to a lot of these events. Not only that, but a lot of them are severe introverts that have mm. problems with public interaction and public speaking and things like that. So that's probably, just something to keep in mind. Probably has to do with a lot of asshole fans demanding where's the new episodes or whatever. I wouldn't where's be the new chapter? because of the, the possessiveness of fandom and the fact that there are a lot of people out there that take it to a toxic level of I love this fandom I've given money to this fandom so where is my my item where is my tangible thing and why are you that's what you're looking for. yeah so unfortunately it's just a mix of stuff and and the industry's gotten really toxic especially with the drama that's going on um in the American industry as well but yeah that's it's just nice. a big ball of mess right now I mean even look they're even in a Pokemon fandom, there are people that are, are pissed off that Sword and Shield's like, I have all 1,000 Pokemon. It, if y'all were coders, you'd understand. Let's just leave it at that. Now, on to mm. your fandoms there, Ichigo. Yay! We get to talk about other stuff! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, the anime character designs uh, by Birthday Wonderland's Iya Kush... Kush Shinov. I'm sorry, I'm not very good at speaking Russian um, or Cyrillic or, or all that fun stuff. Um, Netflix announced... Ooh, Netflix. Woo! Yep. And my brain is on chill, apparently. Uh, Netflix announced at France's 2019 NSC International Animated Film Festival on Tuesday that Ilya Kushinov and uh, is designing the characters of the Ghost in the Shell SAC 2045, the new 3D CG Ghost in the Shell anime premiering worldwide next year. The staff also presented a new image of Matoko Kusanagi. Uh, yes, no, I got it you right. Had it. I'm not getting my brain. I need more caffeine, guys. Send me, send me coffee. Okay, from the series, and it looks really beautiful. She yeah. looks. I was breathtaking. I'm sorry. I got distracted by the picture of her on there because I just think she looks really, really neat. In the article and in the new designs. Yeah, I I, I actually got, got I got the browser working so people who are watching the show can see it. <laughs> yeah, Hooray. so if anybody could post it in the chat, she's just so breathtaking. I just get distracted by her. But uh, yeah, Kushnovs, a Russian illustrator who designed characters in Keiichi Hara's April 2019 film Birthday Wonderland, and is a self-professed fan of Japanese animation. Hmm. Kushinov recalls watching Mamoru Oshii's 1995 Ghost in the Shell film when he was six years old, and he remembers wanting to make amazing projects like that film, and then decided to work in Japan, and he considers it truly an honor to take part in a series that's very, in a very pivotal franchise. Mm. Um, yeah, um, Kojansha and Production IG announced a new anime based on Masamune Shiro's Ghost in the Shell manga in April 2017, and then Kenji, sorry, I'm blind, Kamiyama and Shinji Aramaki are directing the project at Production IG and Sola Digital Arts Production IG USA. President Maki Terashima Furara, or Furura, sorry, previously stated during an interview that the anime would have a two 12-episode seasons, and Kamiyama from Ghost in the Shell or Standalone Complex is directing one of the seasons, while Aramaki from Appleseed is directing the other. Production IG previously produced Mamoru Oshii's Ghost in the Shell and Ghost in the Shell 2 Innocence films in 1995 and 2004, respectively, as well as 2002's Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, which I have 
the soundtrack and it is amazing. Um, <laughs> which it's TV and anime sequel. Um, the original video anime and film. So the OVAs in the film in 2013 production IG adapted the material into television series. And most recently the studio debuted ghost in the shell, the new movie in 2015 and the new ghost in the shell VR smart video in 2017. Dark Horse Comics and later Kodansha Comics published Shiro's original 1991 manga and its sequels in North America, and DreamWorks and Paramount's live-action films starring Scarlett Johansson opened in the United States March 2017 and opened in Japan in April of the same year. Aramaki and Kamiyama are also directing the anime of Eiichi Shimizu and Tomohiro Shimaguchi's Ultraman manga, which premiered on Netflix globally on April 1st, and Netflix announced a second season at Anessi this week. Additionally, the two will also direct, co-direct an upcoming Blade Runner Black Lotus anime series based on the Blade Runner 2049 film, and Kamiyama and Aramaki are working on Blade Runner Black Lotus after Ghost in the Shell SAC 2045. Whoa, words. Um, <laughs> words on a shirt. <laughs> Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Uh, if you want to look at the source, it's Comic Natalie, and um, you can check out Anime News Network for more inter information on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a sip of water. All right, and while you do that, I will get you up for your next story. Cool. I'm going to go uh, talk about Dr. Stone. Um, <laughs> Dr. Stone uh, has a debut date with Seam Theme. Mm. It's hot, so my brain melts. Um, theme song artists have been revealed. So this year's 27th issue of Weekly Shonen Jump revealed a premiere date and theme song artist for the Dr. Stone anime. The anime will premiere on Monday, July 5th, as an adaptation of the same named manga. The anime will air on a number of Japanese TV channels and streaming services outside of Japan. Crunchyroll will stream the anime as it airs Burnout Syndrome, who previously performed the opening songs for Gintama and Haikyuu, twice will also perform the opening song of Good Morning World, and Ruda will perform the ending theme song called Life. Shinya Ino is directing the anime at TMS Entertainment, and the first volume is described by Viz Media as follows. One fateful day, all of humanity was petrified by a blinding flash of light, and after several millennia, high schooler Taiju awakens to find himself lost in a world of statues. However, he's not alone. His science-loving friend Senku's been up and running for a few months, and he's got a grand plan in mind to kickstart civilization with the power of science. Ooh. Sheesh, waking up to find out everyone else on the planet's been turned to stone? I Ugh. mean, I don't Your know. Your poor my psyche brain would just snap right in half. I was going to say, my brain goes like Medusa and like medieval, like the Greek and, and all those kind of mythologies, like historical mythology of like, you find the, the Gorgon, you can save the world. But that's, I mean, no spoilers for you guys, but that's not how this story takes it. But it's definitely a very fun read. Perfect. 
Alright, let's see what else we have up our sleeve here. Uh, Ari, what's up, what's, uh, Masaka Yuasa's new project? Uh, let's see. Japanese production company Science Saru, uh, S-A-R-U, all caps, and its production and distribution partner Ask McAce have announced that a clean director, Yuasa Masaaki, from Devil May, Cry, Devil May Cry Baby and Night of Short Walk On Girl, is set to direct a new anime movie titled Inu O, set for release in 2021. Ooh. An adaption of the Furukawa Hideo's novel Heike Monogatari, Inu O no Maki. The story is inspired by the life of the 14th century Sarugaku no performer and playwright Inu O. The film being a musical extravaganza incorporating modern day music and dance. Uh, Yuasha will once again team up with the manga artist Matsumoto Tayo from Ping Pong, Teko, Teko King Crete, Black and White. Meanwhile, Noki Akio, I am a hero, we married as a job, will be handling a script for the anime movie for the first time. And it's set to release sometime in 2021. Sounds cool. And for some of you who are interesting, very interesting, here's the rest of the poster. And there it says 2021 in theaters. Okay. Alright, and we're going to swing things back to Ichigo uh, as we pay our, our, tr our respects to a, for a very, very famous voice actor. Uh, Yuzuru Fujimoto. Yep. So, voice actor Yuzuru Fujimoto passed away at age 83. Um, Agency 81 Produce announced on Monday that voice actor Yuzuru Fujimoto passed away due to heart failure on June 10th. He was 83. Fujimoto was undergoing medical treatment in the hospital when he passed away, and according to his family's wishes, his family has held a private funeral. Fujimoto has voiced roles in such anime as Appleseed, Uranus, Gigantor, narrator, Ooh. and Mr. Ajiko, Genjiro Murata. His other main roles include Daku, Dakuen, sorry, Ninja Scroll, or Terukichi Miyara, The Sound of Waves, Zero from Apocalypse Zero, Sequin from Sword of Truth, Kojima from Mobile Suit Gundam, The 8th MS Team, Kaido Yoshimitsu from LBX, Soichiro Ryozaki from Aim for the Best 2, and Daisuke Endo from Inazuma 11, among many others. Why are you being this way, computer? Uh, Fujimoto voiced roles in more than 200 shows. He's also voiced roles in several Metal Gear Solid games and voiced Japanese dubs in foreign animated and live action series. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad to lose another very talented soul and mm -hmm. I hope that his family is able to grieve peacefully yeah he I'm, given he had an amazing life ahead of he did and it made so many people happy and now speaking of happiness how about some tasty happiness this one you were who was it? I'll, I'll take the last two, so. And as you can see here, we have Food Wars right on the screen. Shogageki no Shoma. And, and if you haven't, and if you don't remember, 
uh, Ichigo here has made a few of the recipes from from the cookbook there. So it's so delicious. Food that, Wars is awesome. I think the next time she makes something about that cookbook, I'm gonna take a Greyhound bus to her studio and be like. I know. <laughs> I'll have to get some pictures of it and tell you guys what went well and what went wrong. Or from Little Shop of Horrors, feed me, Ichigo, feed me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that uh, Gotcha Pork Roast will mail very well. Exactly. Uh, but well, I think, Ari, this one would probably be good for you to take. You want? Okay, he can take it then. The Food Wars one? Go or? for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Viz Media released a manga in English and describes the story as a uh, Soma Yukahara's old man runs a small family restaurant in a less savory end of town. Get out. <clears throat> Aiming to one day. Huh? Mm-mm. Sorry, that, that's a. It, it just always feels like that's a polite way of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> that's at least that's how I was taught growing up. <clears throat> Fair anyway. Enough. Aiming to one day surpass his father's culinary prowess, Soma hones the skills daily, like day in and day out, until one day out of the blue, his father decides to enroll Soma in a classy culinary school. Can he, can he really cut on a place that prides itself on a 10% graduation rate? And can he, can he convince a beautiful, domineering heiress to the school that he belongs there at all? <clears throat> Sakuda and Seiki launch a manga weekly shown in Jump in 2012. Chef Yuki Murasaki is credited for co- cooperation with the manga. This media releases chapters of the manga weekly in English on its app and its website, and also releases the manga's <clears throat> compiled book and volumes in English. Shueisha also publishes manga dig- digitally in English on its Manga Plus service. Uh, let's see. The manga was previously inspired three television anime series. The first aired in, for 24 episodes from April to September 2015. Crunchyroll streamed the first anime adaption as it aired in Japan, and Sentai Filmworks licensed the series for North America. They also licensed Food Wars, the second plate, the second anime season. Thirteen episodes aired in July through September 2016, and Crunchyroll streamed the season that it aired. The third season, Food Wars, the third plate, premiered in October 2017, and the second half of the third season premiered in April 2018, and Crunchyroll streamed it exclusively. Any anime's fourth series will premiere in October. I can't wait. I've actually really enjoyed the heck out of uh, Food Wars. Is there like a like a compilation of all the recipes that they have in there somewhere? Uh, I think so. Like I said, Ichigo has a has a cookbook from. Not not a cookbook, but um, there are uh, YouTubers that I enjoy mm-hmm. called like Feast of Fiction and stuff like that that have made. I, I, I get you. Recipes I before. About. Um, I, I watch the show and I follow what the, the characters do, or I'll look for YouTubers who have made the recipe before and I'll make my own tweaks. I'll doctor it myself. But most of the time, a lot of the recipes you can find online. Um, if you guys want to see me do some recipe writing myself, I have written recipes before, but definitely post in the chat if you want to see any cooking content from me. If you haven't yet and you do like cooking stuff, you can definitely head over to my channel and look at my Harajuku pancakes video that I have up there right now. But yeah, if you guys are interested in cooking content, definitely post in the chat. I'd like to see it. And if I'm ever in the area, do something with you. Why not? Definitely. Ooh. I love, I'm, I'm, I'm a hostess with the mostest. I follow so. a bunch of uh, uh, cooking channels on YouTube anyway. Mm. Like a barbecue pit boys, a pasta oh, grannies. Okay. I love barbecue, and I love how to cake it. 
and, I uh, love cake shows and and savory meals. There's another yeah. one, Get Curried, which is uh, all about spicy Indian cuisine. The funny thing is, I have a box of instant Japanese curry on the shelf here that I bought some time back, and I have yet to actually get around to getting all the stuff and make it in my instant pot, and I really need to. Well, I have a recipe for what I call my uh, Black Butler version of curry, if you want it. <laughs> but yeah. Food hmm. wars! That may ha have to happen. Now, before we derail into talking more about food, let's get back into some manly posing and, and manly stare-downs with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Now, in this, uh, the, the mangaka of the series, Araki Hirohiko, says basically he could not have done the series if he had not read Sherlock Holmes. Nice. Araki says that he learned the fundamentals of storytelling from Sherlock Holmes, especially when it came to the narrative structure and how to create charismatic characters. Well, that does explain a lot, because it doesn't matter if you hate or love the characters in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. They're very charismatic, especially Dio. Araki says, What makes Holmes great is that he may be a genius, but he's also clearly a jerk. To him, Holmes is also a lonely figure. I've often thought that one of the conditions for being a hero is loneliness. When push comes to shove, a hero has to be able to fight and solve a case by themselves. Otherwise, you can't call them the hero. You wouldn't even be able to say that that they suit the role of a protagonist of a series. That kind of explains Batman in a way, if you think about it. Well, the flawed, the flawed hero is very much a huge archetype in, in all sorts of writing. True. Yeah, you know, they're boring if they're completely invincible and perfect. Mm. Exactly. That's why, like, characters like Superman and stuff, that's why they always have something that is the power above them. Mm-hmm. The, uh, here's something else. The other major inspiration Araki drew from Sir Arthur Conan Doyle is telling the story through the point of view of somebody else that's close in the audience, like Watson. If Holmes had been the point of view character in his own stories, it would have contradicted his own personality, and a story where the protagonist has no motivation is boring. Actually, it's harder to depict the ultimate side character in the form of Watson than it is to depict the protagonist. Holmes is complete as a character. So the question becomes, how will he and Watson face off with each other? I believe that the perfect story has charismatic characters and a style of storytelling that conveys their charisma. Now, what's interesting is that Iraqi's first manga that he did that was serialized was called Mashonen BT, and it was an homage to Sherlock Holmes. And he also says that Rohan Kishibi from Diamond is Unbreakable is a very Holmes-like character due to his endless curiosity and tendency to perceive other human beings as research subjects. Even the setting of Part 1, Phantom Blood, is inspired by Sherlock Holmes. It's the presence of thick fog and castles hidden away from the world-summoning aura of a mystery and a feeling of a different time. And this is something too bad Mako-chan is not here. She would get a kick out of this. Araki also cited Hannibal Lecter from The Silence of the Lambs as, one, as another one of his inspirations for writing characters. He has discussed some of his other influences and approach to drawing manga, manga in his book, Manga in Theory and Practice, The Craft of Creating Manga, as well as an interview with Anime News Network. 
That's I can definitely cool. see a lot of Moriarty and, and Dio uh, very well melded together. I'm a mel- All I can think of is uh, Dio doing the uh, the Hannibal Lecter mannerisms, like never yeah. blinking and doing the... I can't fucking do that. No. no. I mean, Moriarty, it's more... I would say that reminds me more of the villain from part four, Diamond is Unbreakable. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yoshikage Kira. Mm-hmm. That I can see, definitely. All right. Now that we've made our way towards the end of the show, and I was kind of worried we'd go over for time, um, it's time for Strange New... No, meanwhile, in Japan. <laughs> I want to take the third one. I'll take the first one. Okay. <clears throat> uh, whenever I'm ready. Go, go for it, dude. Tokyo apologizes for accidentally promoting child abuse. Okay then. The Tokyo Bureau of Social Welfare and Public Health were left red-faced earlier this week after appearing, appearing to endorse the undeniably vile and unforgivable act of child abuse on their website. In Japan, pretty much everything is represented with a mascot of some sort. Oh, God, this is about to get very worse, isn't it? <laughs> and child abuse is no... <laughs> prevention is no exception. Enter Osakaki-kun, a kind of mollusk or hermit crab built as a child abuse prevention promotion character. Holy uh, shit, what? that is not a sentence I ever thought I would have ever had to say in my life. That's new! <laughs> However, on Osakaki's introductory page, someone forgot the crucial word prevention resulting in Osakaki's new title of Child Abuse Promotion Character. Someone got fired. <laughs> the cannon to no, play Quest window. <laughs> it's unclear whether Twitter user Wa Musugo ga Marusugiru was that someone or not. A few hours later, they the same Twitter user announced a correction. Like they apologize for mistake and reaffirm its commitment to raising awareness towards the prevention of child use. However, there's no tragic, more than this tragic tale, poor right wording. The character's name of Osekaki struck some people as odd and prompted one Twitter to look it up in the Japanese dictionary. And it means it's Osekaki, Osekai, I'm pronouncing that wrong this whole time. Osekai, an instance of obtrusive meddling or needlessly interfering in other people's business. Uh, let's see. Now, the first mistake is really unlucky and understandable, but the fact that their child abuse prevention mascot name is synonymous with unknowingly sticking one's nose where it doesn't belong is a really poor optics, and it's getting suspicious. And, of course, the netizens weighed in. Sure, it's an honest mistake, but all of all the mistakes to make is Osakai, a really good name here. Tokyo, you're tired. Go home. I'm guessing the original translation was drunk. Mm-hmm. Go home, Tokyo. You're drunk. <laughs> Still unclear Osakai stands in all this. Tokyo's got everything in order, then. It's awful, of course, but funny. Reminds me of a poster of Red Traffic Safety Presentation. I swear these people are on autopilot sometimes. It's more like, thanks. I hate it. <laughs> if there's one silver lining, it's that it's indirectly achieving the Bureau's objectives of raising awareness of a horrible problem of child abuse. So, mission accomplished? 
For the most part, yeah. Well, from what the uh, we'll share on the Twitter screen screen caps in the article, I guess I should be, consider myself thankful that I didn't show anyone punching the uh, little mollusk there. Because at this point, I honestly wouldn't put that past anyone. I got nothing. Beat your kids to level... God damn it, Theo. What the hell? <laughs> hey. Go home, Theo. You're drunk. Hey, you read it, not me. <laughs> Just want to rip that band-aid off first. So. <laughs> oh, God. And speaking of ripping band-aids, yeah, I see why you left the second article to, to me, you assholes. Oh, boy. Christ almighty. Christ ain't saving you now, boo. Christ is basically toking as we speak. <laughs> basically... A Japanese boy band idol prostrates himself in front of the police station after a marijuana arrest. And we've talked about this on the show, where where Japanese actors, if they're caught with drugs, they're basically, that's it, they're done. Whereas here, we tend to glorify that over there. Nope, that's nothing but guilt and shame. Junosuke <laughs> Taguchi, one of the founding members of the band Cartoon, um, the T and Kat stands for Taguchi. Fair enough. Now, he has branched out into acting work as well. He had an occurring role on a legal on a show, Legal High, back in 2012. Now, Taguchi's real-life highs were less of a lawful sort. Last month, Taguchi and his girlfriend were found to be in possession of so moving over two grams of marijuana at their Tokyo condominium and they were arrested and taken into custody by the local police for violation of Japan's cannabis control law. Bail for the pair was set at 3 million yen, which is a little bit over, which is $27,500. It's 3 million per. And on June 7th, Taguchi was released from the precinct detention center. Upon his release, Taguchi, dressed in a plain black suit, stepped out of the facility's front door where a crowd of reporters were waiting and immediately addressed the media, followed by a statement of prostrating himself on the ground and pressing his forehead on the pavement for 19 seconds. Wow. Let's, let's go to the film. You can't hear anything on it. Oh. Alright, hold on one second. I have to reroute the internal audio so y'all can probably be able to hear it, so... No, that's not it. Uh, no, that's the wrong output, you geniuses. There we go. Now, let, let's start it all over again so you can hear it. 
if you're able to hear it. Let's skip up ahead, so. Now, why can't we get more American uh, celebrities to do this? You know, you fucked up. Apologize. How hard is that? Hmm. Oh, well. I feel like it's just Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, well. Gosh. Alright. However, you know one idol that won't have to prostrate themselves in front of anyone unless somebody feeds them a laced can? Get out. Get out. <laughs> Pack your shit and get out. Bye. <laughs> oh, so, okay. Um, but yeah, for the <laughs> one idol that won't have to do that a goat was added in a, as an official member of a Japanese idol group, and it's so adorable. An idol's got to do what an idol's goat to do. Uh, <laughs> that was bad. Ugh. But Japanese idol groups come in all shapes and sizes and species and genders and all that fun stuff. Um, like the group who fell from heaven, or an Okinawan group whose average age is 84 years old. I, I want to hear more of them. <laughs> it seems anything is possible with groups, but even we couldn't foresee this. Chocolate Bomb is an idol group managed by Johnny's Entertainment announced that their new and limited time member, Chiro Pen, would be featured on their upcoming single, Love Me Do Doko Ni Mo Icha Dame. Due to be released on June 24th. However, Shiropen isn't your average member. He's not even human. You've probably guessed by the title already, but he's actually a goat. Shiropen's addition to Chocolate Bomb's new single is his own Billy Goat voice accent. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If you want to hear it for yourself, you'll have to attend one of the group's shows or visit their online shop, as the single won't be available in all stores nationwide. Want to know more about Chido Pen? He was raised in Tokyo's Shiramachi area, and you may be surprised to know that he's already famous in a way. He got his big break when his owner took pictures of him wearing costumes and in cosplay and uploaded them to Instagram at Mitaru3. That's his Instagram. Go see goat cosplay. Since then, he's made numerous appearances in Japanese television and is a known national wide nationwide as Japan's Ikimen mini goat. Uh, for those of you who don't know what an Ikimen is, it's like a gentleman or like a host kind of goat. Um, in this case, uh, but yeah, it's very cute. 
and he's a goat, and he's an idol goat now. Precious wholesome news for you. Sure it is. Are we done? I, I, I I'm think just glad so. I'm not the broken one this week. I, it's not that I'm broken. I'm just... I'm not broken. Just disappointed. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Can we get out of here? Please. Mm -hmm. That is it. End of list. Thank you for watching, and thank you for supporting us. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We are here to believe you. Remember, we do this show for the love of it, and what we like and don't like, we're telling you straight up. Thank you, Theo. We appreciate those kind words. Don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post links to our, let's see, what do we have? Convention reports, anime reviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, uh, links to our YouTube videos, uh, convention photos, and our weekly podcast. Definitely check that all out at AnimeJamSession.com. And we have a few anime uh, con convention reports coming right up your alley. Don't forget to find our site on our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player FM, uh, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, anything that you use to find to listen to your podcast, you can find us there just by searching Anime Jam Session. And what's cool is a lot of these podcast apps allow you to leave reviews, so leave a review. We want to know what you think of the show. Uh, don't forget, you can find us on various social media sites, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, it's all Anime Jam Session. And to everybody that follows us on our social media pages, thank you so much. We could not do this show without you. Really, we couldn't. Because who'd listen to us? Or who'd watch us? So we go around the room. Last words, Ari. Uh, I'm just having a little drink before I go to bed. Drink. Last <laughs> words, Ichigo. Classy straw there, Ari. Well, I'm going to get back to work, but uh, yeah, it was good to see you guys, and I should be back next week. Yep. Bye. My last words is, I have to make room for my Tamari figurine. Then again, I have to make room for my um, Asuka figurine, too. Oh, man. Decisions, decisions, decisions. Well, that is it. End of list. We're getting out of here for tonight, so I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I need to go. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Yamatane. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Rana. Good night, Ari. Good night, Ichigo. And good night, Mako. Feel better. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll allow that. All right. We're getting out of here. Good night, y'all. Good night.
podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!